Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. StockInvest.us is a research service that provides financial data and technical analysis of stocks. All users should speak with their financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. Users should not base their investment decision upon StockInvest.us. References to any specific securities do not constitute an offer to buy or sell the securities. By using this information, you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. For more information, please visit StockInvest.us. Hi, welcome to StockInvest.us podcast week 53. This is Jim and this is the very last podcast for 2020. We will start, as usual, looking at the week that we just left. And last week, I said, I didn't expect much from the markets as such. Uh, and looking at Nasdaq, Nasdaq started the week at 12,755 points, ending at 12,804, gaining uh, almost 50 points, 49 to be exact, and uh, ending the week up 0.4%. But it was a short week last week, only three and a half trading days in the United States. Dow Jones uh, ended the week at 30,199 points gained 20 points or only 0.06%. Oil, uh, still trading around $48, bounced a little bit up and down during uh, last week, but ended at 48, which was more or less the same that it started the week uh, before or ended the week before. Looking at uh, the different markets around the world, uh, as I said before, we scan more than 30,000 tickers around the world with our system stockinvest.us. And right now there is 33% buy signals, somewhat the same as last week. New York uh, and uh, Nasdaq, Nasdaq for instance, have 54% buy signals, only 20% sell signals. And these signals is uh, technical, uh, different technical indicators, uh, which enable us to rank these uh, companies, giving them either uh, buy, hold, or sell. And uh, as I said, right now is 54% buy signals in Nasdaq. It's 56% buy signals at New York Stock Exchange. In London, it's 49%, but it's 53%. If we move across the world over to Tokyo, we can see that there is 32% uh, buy signals in Tokyo, but there is also 45% sell signals. Quite interesting. And if we move a little bit further down, we will see that China and Shenzhen Stock Exchange currently only have 18% buy signals and 66% sell signals. I've spoken of these uh, things before, that uh, currently lots and lots of stock and markets in general are overbought, but they still keep pushing upwards. And it might very well be that it will continue to do so for some time. There is more money being poured into the market, but eventually these things will come to grip and uh, there will be a reaction. I'm not sure if that will happen um, this week. So hard to say, usually, usually these Christmas weeks are good, uh, but neither this week uh, I expect very much from the markets. I expect that they will, uh, due to the COVID relief package being signed, I expect that we should see, uh, we should see a good start this Monday uh, in the markets, could start to fall slightly by the end of the day, and. Uh, 
during the next uh, trading day is going a little bit uh, up and down. If you look uh, at uh, the different things said last week about uh, the different stocks, we can say that I was wrong in a few stocks. Apple, for instance, uh, I expected Apple to end at 124, but Apple ended uh, just close uh, $232, so I was totally wrong about um, Apple. Uh, same thing with uh, Microsoft, uh, while I was correct, uh, Tesla and a few other stocks. And that brings me, uh, since it's uh, the last podcast of 2020, I will take some of the emails which I received from uh, our listeners. And uh, we can start with Dave. Dave says, thank you for the many good advices. I learned a lot uh, by listening to your podcasts. And uh, Dave, if you're still listening, I'm very happy that you do. I hope you will continue to do good trades ahead and that I will be able to teach you even more about technical analysis as such. Kesha from Ohio says, you was wrong about Apple last week. You said it would be uh, ending uh, at 124, but it ended at 131.97. Yes, I cannot uh, always be correct, Kesha. If I was that, I would be a guru. I would be so rich you cannot imagine uh, that stock trading. You have to make up your mind, make a decision. Where do you think the stock is heading? Sometimes you will be correct, sometimes you will be wrong. In the end, what you really want is be more correct than wrong. And I would say anything above 50% will, will enable you to make money. And of course, uh, some users wonder, how do I do privately? What do I do, etc. And Dilford uh, asks, how much do you make on trading and which broker do you use? Well, I can say that I did fairly good during this COVID uh, situation. I've been either lucky or skilled. Uh, you can judge for yourself. But I put uh, my money into different stocks which I believed in. Uh, and I did that uh, as market was falling. I just increased uh, my exposure in the market. You never know exactly where the bottom is. But I managed to time it uh, the first the part I put in was too early, but the last money I put in was more or less spot on. And the average became very good. And as uh, most of you know, uh, from when the markets bottom up, they just rise quite quickly. And it gave uh, so much good candidates and I was unable to pick many of them. I've been into the biotech stocks, of course, because they were quite obvious. Lately, I've been into a lot of oil stocks, still in some biotech stocks. Uh, and a little bit uh, around. But I have uh, tried to do the one thing uh, which I would recommend to you all to is stick with a runner. If a stock is running, just run uh, with it as long as it runs. And the best way to do this is use a trailing stop loss that enables you uh, to do other things than pay attention to the computer all day and the stock prices because trailing stop loss uh, just follows the price upwards. It doesn't go down. If you set it, for instance, uh, five to 7% below current price, you have to find this stop loss based on the volatility of the stock you're trading. Some only require 3%, some will require much more. If you go into Neo, for example, 
you should have a stop loss somewhere between I would say 7 and 10% because it moves that much. And some of these movements are quite natural corrections, um, etc. So I, I played that game. I was running the runners for as long as it did. That enabled me to enjoy microvision, for instance. Uh, super good run, 100. I'm not sure exactly when I got it. It was one, some 20, 25 or something. And that went straight up to two. I noticed it even past four, but I was on that very first roll up with uh, microvision. I was very lucky with diffusion pharmaceuticals. Had a few different runs there. Uh, Serena, different, uh, sorry, Sorrento, uh, different things, uh, United States, so first, uh, second round of Boeing Airlines, some of the cruise lines. So I've been in and then I've just been letting this stock run uh, for as long as they have. Um, personally, I use for American stocks, I use uh, Ameritrade. Uh, and I recommend you uh, to try not use Forex traders. Uh, try to stick to these more serious big uh, brokers, uh, E-Trade, etc. The reason for this is because if you end up uh, playing games uh, where you use big ratios, uh, 1 to 100 or something, lots of brokers offer you to put in $1, trade for $100, uh, and uh, this 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 is not very good. You should trade with the amount of money that you have on your bank account, nothing more uh, than that. Uh, simply because when things happen, and they usually do when you don't expect them to do, you lose uh, more. Your positions may be closed uh, very early. So leverage gearing, it's a much more uh, advanced game. It's super popular uh, game, of course. I do understand it. if. If you have a few hundred bucks and you want to trade the markets, of course, you want to spread it and do these things. But very, very often um, you get too thin, uh, you get too high leverage, you get a market switch and that market switch just kills your position and you lose uh, whatever you have. Of course, sometimes it goes in the right direction and you make good, good money. So I hope that uh, answers uh, few questions we'll just uh, get straight into the stocks and uh, we will start as usual with Apple last week I said that I believe that Apple would end the week around 124 that it would have a natural correction downwards after being overbought uh, it had a slight correction but that was only for one day fell down to 126 some and then just pushed up for the rest of the week ending around her 132 and as i said if it breaks uh, 129 130 level it should just continue to push faster upwards simply because there is no resistance and right now that's just what uh, apple is doing is pushing upwards it's a new territory no uh, resistance so it should continue to move fast upwards at some point it's going to turn downwards and when it does it will find support at 132 later at 128 and then 124 so uh, right now it looks quite good in apple actually it looks a lot better than it has for a very long time and i said this thing thing uh, same thing uh, when tesla was struggling with the 450 level if it just managed to break uh, the resistant levels things change and the picture become quite differently.
right now um, Apple is uh, a place where you like to be it's uh, having a buy signals uh, from short-term moving average long-term moving average uh, slight divergence in volume of course uh, indicating that it should take uh, some horizontal movement soon but as I said again it's uh, no resistance above and that can just push the stock upwards uh, for the week, uh, as such, uh, I do expect that uh, Apple will just continue to push upwards. I will be very surprised if it doesn't manage to hit $135. I'm not sure if it will manage $140, but uh, for sure $135. And my gut stomach feeling says that it will end the week somewhere around $135. At some point, um, it will have a correction, quite natural correction. And if this uh, will be a one-third or two-third uh, wave, uh, correction wave, it should fall down to 122 uh, when markets get a little bit red. Uh, but in general, again, the picture is quite much better than it's been in a long time. Moving over to uh, Microsoft, uh, also uh, here I expected Microsoft to move maybe downwards to $212 uh, last week, but it just pushed uh, upwards. Uh, again, uh, facing very high volume, I expected to take a huge natural reaction. Didn't happen, market was quite strong and they still, there is still this very positive sentiment and you never, never know uh, how it will go. But it's floating on very high relative strength index. It has now it has two double top uh, formations indicating that the stock should go down. Both of them indicate that the stock should get down to two hundred and four dollars. But if uh, Microsoft managed to pass two hundred and twenty-three, twenty-four dollars, there is no resistance about these levels, and the stock will just go much faster up to 230. So that is the level that you want to watch, see if it's able to push upwards to 224. Um, I would say if it breaks that level, it will be a very good buy signal and you can enjoy a good ride. If it doesn't, it should, uh, if it does manage to break 124, it should start to push downwards. And it all becomes uh, a guessing game. We know that uh, Christmas week in general is good. Uh, so in theory, it's a higher chance that the stock should go upwards than downwards. Still, something tells me that uh, it should struggle a bit with 124 uh, and that we should see the stock uh, struggle uh, and uh, then uh, start slightly fall uh, downwards. But I will not be as negative as I was uh, last week. <coughs> I would uh, say that uh, in my world, I expect the stock to end somewhere around $218. That will be, um, that will be some three, three, four dollars uh, down from Friday's uh, trading level. Jumping uh, to advanced micro devices. That was one stock which I was very correct about. I said I expected advanced micro devices to end the week at $92, and it ended the week at $91.81. Uh, 
So that was spot on. Uh, all I said was not totally correct because I said it, I expected it to have a, a little bit deeper correction uh, before uh, pushing upwards uh, and ending the week at 92. It never had that deep correction and the, the picture right now is that below today's level the stock doesn't have much support. It has some support at $90 uh, but there is really no good support before 87 and that um, will be the the sword, which uh, advanced microbalance and uh, devices will balance on this week. Will it fall below 92 and go all the way to 97, or will it turn upwards uh, from 92? Problem uh, is that from 92 to 94, uh, advanced micro devices faces lots of resistance. So it needs a very good start of the week to push through this level. If it does, it will. Um, just continue upwards and test the next resistance level at 97. Buy signal from long-term moving average, currently a sell signal from short-term moving average. Volume is following stock uh, nice. It is 44 on the relative strength index. Index is falling downwards. It's so hard to say uh, exactly what will happen over the next uh, few trading days. Uh, it will simply just be a guess, but uh, given the fact that there is very little support under today's level, I expect uh, advanced market devices to have um, a slight reaction downwards uh, and that it should uh, test $88 uh, before starting to push upwards again. For the week as such, uh, I uh, expect uh, advanced market devices to end very close to where it was traded on Friday, somewhere around 92. So for the week as such, I don't expect very much from advanced market devices. It could go a little bit up, then go down, or it could go down and then go up. Um, it's so hard to say, but um, if we look a little bit further than this week, uh, things are starting to look much brighter again uh, for advanced micro devices simply because it's getting down to uh, low relative strength index level, uh, levels and these will turn and i think they will turn together with volume and stock will start to push upwards hard to say will it be today or will it be um, wednesday i was uh, recommending uh, Boeing airline company. I believe uh, that they will continue to do offers, but last week was very, very slow for uh, Boeing. Uh, nothing much. I expected Boeing to end at 230, then did a week at 217, so that was a bit off. Uh, it didn't manage uh, to get the traction upwards, but right now the relative stint index is 28, it's oversold, the volume is low, has a buy signal from long-term moving average, sell signal from short-term moving average, uh, faces lots of support at $212. Uh, so I expect that it should turn now. It could be that it will have this little dip uh, down to 210 before bouncing up, or it could bounce directly from 217, hard to say, but you should be 
able to see this reaction in the trading volume. I expect that you will see a trading volume increases and um, as soon as it finds bottom, uh, either today or tomorrow, it should push upwards and this week will uh, most likely be green for Boeing uh, Airlines. Last week I said $230, I will just simply say the same thing. Uh, this week I expect Boeing by the end of the week to hit $230. Given the right circumstances, it could uh, be more, but uh, before that happens, it has to test out um, the support level. Now, either it will be today or it will be down to $210. Tesla uh, was uh, also one of uh, the stocks which were uh, quite okay last week. I said I expected Tesla to end somewhere around 650 last week. I expected uh, it to fall down. I have a total correction downwards from, from uh, the high at 695 and it surely did. It fell, but it didn't fall as far as deep as I said it could do. Uh, it turned a little bit before, but ending the week then just about 650. So the total evaluation was correct. And right now, looking at the Tesla chart, there is no uh, resistance to 700. So this stock may very well just start a week uh, very hard, bouncing straight up to the 700 dollar mark testing the resistance and if that is broken it can just continue to push upwards if it for some reason turned downwards it will find lots of support from 650 all the way to 600 later to 550 from 550 it's a bit more scary i told that also last podcast if it breaks uh, down below 550 you should expect it to fall down to the 450 level but that doesn't look um, uh, any uh, time soon Right now, the picture is very positive. Stockinvest.us has Tesla as a buy candidate, and I totally agree to that evaluation. So for a week as such, I expect it to start very hard, test the $700 level, given the very low volume, how it so nicely followed with the, the volume peak last week, then as the stock fell, the volume fell. Um, I actually believe that this could be uh, a week where Tesla breaks 700 and started to push upwards to the $1,000 mark. Uh, how it will end, exactly how it will end, uh, I'll just go with my gut feeling and say that I believe Tesla, uh, by the end of the week, will be close to $770, but going even higher during the week. Getting into the last few uh, stocks, uh, and of course, uh, we'll also look at NEO. I said that you should just buy NEO because I believe in NEO. It's the uh, same as Tesla, it's electric vehicle companies. Uh, and uh, NEO had this natural correction. I think last week I said that it will test the resistance at 50. That will be the first test. Uh, it tested the resistance at 50, didn't manage to break it, fell down. Now it's currently traded just below $46. But it, it's in the bottom of a rising trend. I believe it will turn. I expected it to turn last week, but I believe it uh, still will uh, turn, but it will turn uh, this week and continue to push offers. Uh, I'm very, very positive. I will say that this week it should be able to test uh, at least $53, $54 uh, and just 
continue within that nice strong rising trend it has uh, it gave uh, on friday sell signals from uh, both long-term and short-term moving average but i don't think uh, it will be confirmed that by that i mean that it will fall uh, at least three percent below uh, the breaking levels i think that this will just be a slight false signals that it will flip up uh, during uh, the trading day today. Relative stinked index is at uh, 56, so it's just medium, nothing bad, nothing good. Uh, but moving upwards is another good sign. If the stock should continue downwards, it will find uh, support all the way to 40. If it breaks 40, it should fall quite rapidly down to 35. Risk-wise, I would say it's 60-40. Uh, 60-40 for the stock continue upwards. There is always this chance that the stock should uh, or could continue downwards. Uh, but I would say 60-40. And I, my bet is that by the end of the week, the stock will end somewhere around $53. Heading into the... Uh, two last stocks and of course we will mention the united states oil i told you uh, that i believe in oil uh, and the stock is it had a slight correction down it was traded at almost 34 dollars then had a slight correction down to 32 and that was due to the oil price falling from i think it was 48 something down to 46 so it had a natural correction downwards oil started to gain strength again by the end of the week and uh, United States all pushed upward, ending the week at 33. I think that we will just see this continue to push uh, upwards. Uh, but also, as I said, there will be nothing really fun before it managed to break the $40 level. After that, we should see quite rapid movement uh, in United States. Before this, it will just be a bit slight up and down uh, uh, as we go. But the the main direction will be upwards, and for the week as such, uh, I do believe that we will see United States oil traded between $35, $37, ending the week, maybe let's say $36. The last uh, stock for today uh, will be Diffusion Pharmaceuticals, and that's uh, a small, small penny stock. I don't rec recommend anyone to trade in it actually right now because it's high volatility, it's penny, penny stocks. I trade it simply because I don't so well in it uh, that I can afford uh, to take the risk. It's in my high-end risk portfolio. Uh, and I uh, have a, a few new bets uh, in the stock last week. It pushed upwards from 70 cents, ending the week at 75. Uh, but there is still not uh, enough momentum in the stock for something. But I told you, start keeping an eye on the volume, because if volume is starting to push above 1 million uh, per day, that could signal that something is boiling. And right now, um, it is trading more or less over a million per day. It's been doing that actually for a few weeks now. Uh, so I expect that what we see uh, is uh, the bottom forming. Um, and that the current level may hold a very good opportunity. This is the kind of stock that just when it fires up, it really fires up, and I believe it can go very, very high. I run it with a trading stop loss. Uh, I've been in and out. First time I ever bought this stock was 
four cents. Had a beautiful run all the way up to 180, 150, etc. Been a bit in and out. Took uh, some position just a few weeks ago when it was uh, trading all the way down to 63 cents. Uh, I took a new bet in the stock and we'll see how that will turn out. But for the week as such, I believe that we will continue to see increase in the general volume, slowly just pushing the stock um, upwards. I've been hoping uh, for good news, uh, but they have just been waiting and waiting. But it's a news-driven stock and any news uh, should push the stock slightly. If it happens now, why there still is some momentum. For a week as such, uh, to be realistic, I don't expect uh, that it will do so very much at maybe end somewhere around 80. The hope is still that they will finally push uh, FDA approval uh, for their um, product. If that happens, we should see the super gains in diffusion pharmaceuticals. So that was uh, the last stock for 2020. We will see uh, speak again later uh, after New Year. And then we'll change the format a little bit. I will tell you a little bit more about what I have in my portfolio, how it will do from week to week. So we'll change format a little bit, try to make it a little bit more interesting. Uh, but by uh, the end of this very podcast, I would like to wish you a very good uh, continuous Christmas and a happy new year when that happens. And we will speak again later. Bye. Bye.